Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. We're going to have a really big show today. That's our good friend, Louis Rodriguez, on recording there. He's out and about doing things. So uh, in his absence, we've uh, we've got Sterling Metcalf Allen, the hey. perfect producer. <laughs> Telling people that. <laughs> nice to be here, Josh. Thanks for having me. But since he's on this side of the camera, in his absence over there, we got my wife, Laura. Sure. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. For all that you do. Thank you. <laughs> that was a round of applause from Richard Zotti. <laughs> so speaking of, across from Sterling, the perfect producer, we have <laughs> our good friend, Rich Rosati. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Rich. Thank you. for. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> and, uh, just before we get to our, 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 our very special guest uh, in, in the uh, message seat this week, uh, you may be able to already hear she's chewing on a bone. <laughs> so sorry to our audio listeners. Journey, my dog, my German shepherd, uh, she's, she's here in studio. So if you're not watching us on, on Rumble or YouTube or Facebook, uh, which you should be, you know, uh, yes. subscribed or following, uh, you know, and commenting and, and, and liking and, well, sharing, because sharing is caring. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Never mind. I was going to share it at all, actually. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh, we'll try it one more time. Sharing is caring. Fala la la la. Thank you, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> can't make wind chimes sound. <laughs> Okay. I'll practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll get better over time. <laughs> <laughs> and then bringing the message this week, our very special guest, Rich's better half. <laughs> ah, he raises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. Crystal Rosati. <laughs> she knows the guy. I got a guy. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> He's right there. He's right here. Well, better be that guy. <laughs> uh, so you, you got a message for us this week. I do. What would that title happen to be? The title is Upside Down. Ooh, good look choice. at that graphic. Good choice. Upside down, you turn me. Oh, wait, no. yeah. oh. He was doing this at home, but with <laughs> actions, like, and really loud. Well, as long as the music's no longer than 15 seconds, we won't have any copyright hits. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. That was like two seconds. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a good two seconds, too. <laughs> so, Whatever works. Uh, if you would like to lead us in prayer over the message before we get into it. Yep. Lord, thank you so much for this day and for bringing us together again. Um, it's great to be in the studio and talking about you and being able to share a lot of things that we learn through the week um, with others and hopefully bring them closer to you in a way and also open their eyes to some things that are going on in this culture that we really need to be aware of and, and activate against. Thank you so much again for our safety and our health. And we love you and bless this podcast tonight. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's get into it. Um, so a lot of things I've been thinking about lately are just, and talking with friends about, are just how upside down our culture is. Um, 
some examples are the world considering it virtuous to prioritize illegal immigrants over citizens. But we know that those who do not follow the law should not be a priority over those who do. Another thing, the world thinks that educating children on adult topics is the right thing to do. But we know that children are a blessing from God and deserve to have their innocence protected and that immersing them in adult content and topics at an early age is detrimental to their development. Another thing, the world thinks that Israel has no right to sovereignty, but Hamas, also referred to now as Palestine, has been oppressed and deserves to attack Israel. But we know that God gave that land to Israel. We know that the division goes all the way back to Abraham, Isaac, and Ishmael. Another thing, the world thinks that humans cause climate change. But we know that God's in control of our planet and that terrible catastrophic events were prophesied. Um, the world thinks that babies are a glob of cells and they can be destroyed in the womb, but they believe that it's virtuous to protect a woman's right over an infant's right. Um, we know that God said that he knew us before we were formed in the womb. Um, the world thinks it's perfectly fine to destroy buildings and attack opposition and everything else with the protests that went on during the quote summer of love, but that the protesters on January 6th are domestic terrorists. But we know that neither were right in terms of destruction, but January 6th protesters were treated very, very differently. Um, The world believes that depopulation is necessary for the planet to survive. But we know that murder of any kind is wrong and that Jesus will reign on the earth for a thousand years. The world says that mutilating youth and allowing them to embrace living and a fantasy is virtuous. But we know that God said to go forth and multiply and that the mutilization of our youth is against that directive. The world says that allowing men to compete in women's sports is virtuous, but we know that this only destroys womanhood and is an attack against women. The world says that femininity is a barrier to progressivism, but we know that this is another attack on women and debases their value. The world says that parents are an enemy of children and that their so-called experts know better than parents as to what is good for children. But we know that the hierarchy that God established was God first, then the husband, then the wife, then the children. Nowhere did God say it takes a village. (laughs) He never said that. And he never said that anyone else should have any say in a family structure. So... Those are just some examples I've thought about um, this week about how upside down the world seems to be. Um, And in looking into that, there's several things that come to mind. The first thing I want to do is talk about what is virtue. Because they keep putting these things out as virtuous. And that we as Christians are not virtuous. And we're not really acting like Jesus because we're not being nice to these people and these things that are going on. So Merriam-Webster defines virtue as a conformity to a standard of right, a moral excellence, a beneficial quality or power of a thing or a commendable trait. In order to have, quote, a standard of right or moral excellence, you have to have a basis for that. You can't have Mm -hmm. a standard without a basis. Mm -hmm. Um, So the world's definition 
of that is based on secularism and humanism, and our definition is based on biblical principles. So having said that, what do you guys think so far about the things that you're seeing that the world tends to call virtuous or um, makes us feel like we're not Christians because we're not doing something they want us to do? you have examples that you've seen? I think Sterling has something in the <laughs> He's in got the something in his head. Yeah. I just, they're just angry. That just makes, like, all of those things just make me angry. But the one that really hits home is the uh, teachers and, and my my daughter. And, I mean, I, I watched this thing the other day. Not even watched it. I was walking through a store and saw it happen and, and was men going into women's restrooms and vice versa. You can't even, uh, how to put this kindly. Like, I almost now have to go into mm-hmm. the women's restroom to make sure there's nobody in there first. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What is, what is, what's the thought process? How is, how could that be virtuous? I mean, going back to, I mean, it predates a lot of things, but going back to innocence, right? I mean, that's that's what you were talking about specifically. That's taken away. You can't, you're intentionally putting people in positions or, or children in positions where they could get hurt or lose that innocence or so many different things. I mean, that can you imagine this? I can't imagine the scars. If, if I was young in this day and age and going through that, be messed up. There's, yeah. We wouldn't know what's right and wrong. You got so much stuff that's thrown at you. Right. And, and, and I think it's intentional. I personally think it's intentional. I've done a lot of research on this kind of stuff um, through some of the stuff I've been involved with. And um, I believe it is an enemy's attempt at dismantling the, the family, the nuclear family. Yep. Um, it all kind of goes back to that. If you look at every single one of these things, um, even, even the Israel-Palestine thing, if you know history, you know it goes back to Abraham, Ishmael, and Isaac. It's a family thing, even that. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they want to depopulate. How are they going to get the world depopulated if not through transgenderism, through birth control, through abortion? All of these things are so interlinked. Do people getting... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll call it that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thought that I had not to cut you off or anything, it no, just kind of popped in there was God made us in his image. So it only makes sense because we know things are going to get bad is that somebody else is going to try to make it in their image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And destroy the image of God. Yep. Exactly. And his That's name cool. was Klaus Schwab. whose father is (laughs) spiritually yeah um all right so so another thing i was thinking about is god gave us the bible which gives us guidance on how to live in order to protect us and it wasn't so i grew up in a very legalistic environment (laughs) he can attest to this i'm talking you know to be in extracurricular activities at my christian school i had to sign a contract i I wouldn't go to movies or do this or do that or play cards i mean a whole list of things um so for a very long time when i was growing up i saw god as somebody sitting in heaven with a gavel waiting for me to screw up so he can punish me Mm. and i saw 
Bible principles that way. Like they're, (laughs) journey agrees. Um, They're like there to make my life hard, our lives hard as Christians, because also we know that we're going to suffer, right? So it's almost like a self-imposed suffering um, type of mentality. And so this was the vision that I had growing up. And it wasn't until much later in life when I experienced a lot of um, hardship and heartache from the sin that I was doing that I realized, no, those biblical principles aren't there for God's enjoyment to punish us. They're there to protect us. And that goes back to there are spiritual laws. How will we know the spiritual laws if we didn't have the Bible? But God is enforcing the spiritual laws. So as an example, gravity. Okay, if you want to jump off a building, you can't blame gravity for hurting you, right? Gravity yeah. is, a, is a law. That, a that's what it is. It's yeah. a law. Somebody comes up and says, don't jump off the building. You're going to hurt yourself, and you do it anyway. You're going to hurt yourself. You can't blame the person that told you not to jump off. You can't blame gravity for hurting you. You did that. And it's the same with the biblical principles to me, um, the spiritual laws. You know, God is warning us about those spiritual laws, just like gravity exists, these laws exist. Don't violate them or it's going to hurt you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different mindset that it took me a long time to learn. Um, <clears throat> any comments on that? Input? It's just a please yourself society. I mean, so I mean, it is. Well, you know, they said, you know, pretty soon, you know, it's going to be, you know, men are going to be lovers of themselves. Getting there. <laughs> yeah. Brother against brother and mm-hmm. all that. Yep. And, and well, and even in the other so called religions, they make self God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and I stop was looking t- outward for him and start looking inward for him. And that's what they try to tell you. And like, no, 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 he's out there. <laughs> he's out there. Right. <laughs> and that's a, that's a hard thing to deal with for me, too. I was telling you earlier, um, the whole therapy concept. Like, I think there is a place for it, and it can be really good, and people sometimes need it. Mm-hmm. But it's a fine line, and you have to be very careful with it because therapy is all about introspective. So it's all about you. And I think sometimes it can get so deep that it's hard to get back out of and you forget about the people around you and you forget about what goes on in life because you're too busy doing introspective evaluation. Um, And it can take over. It can become an obsession, I think. Yeah, that's why I say that uh, church counselors a lot of times can be a whole lot better for someone than Mm -hmm. a a therapist Mm -hmm. uh, because they're not going to affirm so many of the things that... Right. Because what therapy is is understanding what's happening with you and how you're going to deal with it Mm -hmm. so if you have the 66 books of truth between you and how you're going to deal with it then you're probably going to deal with it correctly as opposed to oh well i affirm how you feel about this so let's go chop something off right exactly (laughs) exactly so let's talk about why the world is embracing what we see happening in culture to begin with Um, And here I have some verses I want to bring up. So John 10.10 talks about the thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So who are we talking about as the thief? We're talking about Satan himself and his 
minions, I like to call them because I'm not going to be afraid. Um, but anyways, he his whole purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. He's going to steal, kill, and destroy humans because he's jealous that Jesus came to save us and give us restoration and died for us to, to restore our relationship with God. He didn't come and die for the angels, the fallen angels. That's number one. Plus, Satan wanted to be like God. He wants to be above God. So anything that God created, he's going to try to destroy. How does he do that? He's so subtle, right? (laughs) So Genesis 3, 1 through 5 says, The serpent was more subtle than any beast in the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said to the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat, then your eyes will be opened, and you'll be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, We talk about this at church a lot. The first thing that he said was, did God say, did he really say that? And we hear that in our culture now. We're questioning all of the morals and values that we've had established for 2,000 years, but this country 200 years, right? Yeah. Plus. And so all of a sudden, it's all getting questioned. Hmm, who's behind that? Um, And then... God's just worried that you're going to, like, know things and be like him. And we see that happening a lot. Um, A lot of people challenging the traditional beliefs that we've had and the values that we've had based on biblical principles. Um, So, again, the enemy is the one that's doing it. The people that are participating are tools. I'm just going to call it what it is. They don't even know their tools, but they're total tools. Um, and yes, I'm going to say that in a slang yeah. way. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'm country and, like that. <laughs> and they hate, they hate truth. They hate truth. So back to your statement earlier in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, it talks about the last days. And these are some of the character traits of people that we're going to see. Lovers of own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, obe- or disobedient to parents, unthankful, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, despisers of those that are good, traitors, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Is that not completely prevalent in our society? The false accusers, look at what's happened to Trump. Yeah. I mean, I can pretty much go what you said, check, check. Yeah. Check, 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 check. Yeah. Check. yeah. It's all happening. Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses, the covetousness. Um, boasters and proud. Um, yeah, that, turn on social media for half an hour. You'll see all every single one of those things on that checklist. Exactly. Well, or the view. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out oh, there. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but but the blaspheming that's going on. My friend just sent me. She lives in Pennsylvania. She just sent me a text um, picture of a post that she saw. Um, it was an event that's going on in some rural town that she knows because she grew up there um, where they're having the satanic temple um, mm. activities and they're unbaptizing people. And she was horrified by this and I spoke to her about it and it's because it's a rural town 
farm town in Pennsylvania. No, actually, I take that back. It's in New Jersey, but southern New Jersey. Um, total rural town, farm town, always had good values. But you know what she said? There's no strong church in that area. No strong church. Um, and she was making the point that, you know, that shows the importance of having a church in the area because mm-hmm. people are not hearing the word. And it's even rural America is going astray at this point. Um, and people are taking advantage of that because if you can get rural America on board, <laughs> you've won. <laughs> um, it's happening in a school, too. There was a school that recently took on um, satanic teachings. It's a, it was okay for them to do that, but... You know, keep the Bible out of that school, but yeah. you know, they, they're, but they're welcoming the satanic temple right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's schools that have the satanic clubs after school now. Um, and, and they're not stupid. The satanic temple people are not stupid. Um, they realize that we have protections against, well, four religions, or we're supposed to. Now we have them for everything but Christianity. But they're taking advantage of it. So yeah, you have your Levians and um, mm-hmm. your Crowleys mm-hmm. followers. Yeah. 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 Um, so having said all that, I don't want to deal with all the negative without <laughs> how do we cope with it <laughs> um, and some hope. So in Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know all things work together for good to them that mm-hmm. love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. We need to be looking at these things and understanding, yes, it's bad. And yes, it's discouraging. However, God is still in control. And for those that love him and do his will, he's going to do what's best. We need to trust that. Um, In James 1, 2 through 4, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. So we also need to keep that in mind and be aware of that because we got a lot of trying of our faith going on in the world right now. It's not just, we can't just look at America either. I mean, worldwide. <laughs> um, I'm seeing some positives like the Argentinian president, although he looks freaking crazy to me. Um, he is a conservative that just won. Yeah. We've got the Denmark guy. I don't know their names, but the Denmark um, guy that just won the election is also a hardcore conservative. So things are changing a little bit, but it, it, I don't see the world getting well. I think we're too far gone. I think the world is sick and we can pray and we can do our due diligence to tarry um, and to keep, keep going. But on a worldwide scale, Oh, Journey didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what I see, what I see happening is, is um, it's it's all the little the little wins that's happening for for us, it, and that's 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 I think is going to actually explode. That's going to be. I hope that, so. That that tide is actually uh, it's going to turn, and, and and the reason I say that, and we've, we've talked about it on previous episodes, is because of the things that are happening uh, right now. Uh, as we speak, um, and the, and they're in the book of Revelation, talking about the the drying up of Euphrates River. Yes, and talking about the fresh water going into yeah. the Dead Sea. Um, those are just you know the start of certain certain things, but the very next thing in in the timeline is, and, and I say time because that's the construct that we understand how this all works. But 
Um, it, what, what's, what's coming next is, and I don't know for how long, cause it doesn't specify how long it lasts, but there's this, essentially it's broken down as, as a, as a Jesus revolution is the best way I can, I can distill it. That's the next thing that's coming. And I think it's going to, it's going to go all over. It's going to be global. It's going to um, not just be here, but China and India, it's going to impact the entire world for a time. It may be 10 days. It may be a thousand years. I don't know, but like but that is the next thing that's supposed to happen. So anything, whatever they're trying to, to force to happen with Israel and whatever they're trying to, to the globalists are, are trying to, to force to happen with depopulation, all that stuff, it's going to get flipped on its head. Uh, people are going to wake up um, or at least enough of enough people are going to wake up so that this movement can happen uh, for however long it lasts. And then um, I think, yes, unfortunately the fall and tribulation and, and, the, and the things that people have already started engaging in, Mm-hmm. Uh, and are too far gone. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um, I I really hope so. I haven't found that necessarily in the timeline myself um, because the only way I can attribute that, and that's a whole different discussion, is the yeah. eschatology piece and the rapture happening, and then people will get saved during the tribulation. That means I'm not going to be here you know what I mean? The world is going to continue to get worse until that happens. Um, so in my in my lifetime, I don't think it's going to get better as long as I'm here. Um, because all the things are lining up with the Revelation prophecies, and they're yeah. not good. They're not good things. I think we have to go through hardship first. Um, and I also try to remind people that, you know, we have had a lot of Christians killed overseas, not mm-hmm. in our country, mm-hmm. but we have the Coptic Christians in Egypt. We have persecution in the Muslim countries and, and death and beheadings and a lot of martyrs. Um, and so we can't just look at one thing. We have to look at the holistic picture and we have to look at, you know, not just America, but the, the world events that are going on. Oh yeah. In China, if you're found with a page of the Bible, they, they'll kill you. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, so what else? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. um, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your paths. This is how we can also cope with what's going on today. Um, Another one, 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time casting all your care upon him for he careth for you another way that we can cope um isaiah 55 9 for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts um we also have to remember that we don't understand everything we we can't possibly understand everything and that god always has a higher way of thinking than we will ever be able to experience on this earth so we know that we can trust him. Um, Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whoever, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That gives me confidence in the fact that not only if I sow good, I'm going to reap good, and if I sow bad, I'm going to reap bad, but others in the world and in the culture are also going to reap what they sow. Um, and we may not see it, we may not know about it, but they're going to. So um, that's another coping mechanism for me. Matthew ten sixteen through 20. 
Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And I love that verse in particular because that tells you we're not just supposed to, as our pastor in Virginia said, sit soaking so sour. <laughs> we God didn't save us to do that. We are to be active and to fight. We mm-hmm. are to fight the cultural issues. We're just to be harmless as doves, but still be wise as serpents. So that's something that I think more people need to be aware of. Um, the rest of it says, but beware of men for they will deliver you up to the councils and they will scourge you in their synagogues. But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what you shall speak for it shall be given you in that same hour, what you shall speak for it is not you that speak, but the spirit of your father, which speaketh in you. We're going to be persecuted. We're already seeing these, I'm going to call them tribunals. I know they're not military tribunals, but we've got all these mm-hmm. court hearings going on and these felony charges against Trump, for example. Again, the false accusers um, and trumped up, pardon the pen, yeah. <laughs> charges. Um, but the fact is that if we are faced with that, we can take comfort in the fact that we don't have to worry about what we should say or what we should, you know, um, present if we're in court or brought up with charges or whatever, because God will be there with us and he'll speak through us and, and the Holy spirit will give us the words to say, um, that in particular is always on my mind. <laughs> I'm a little bold. <laughs> so I'm always worried about, you know, is something going to happen to me? Um, Matthew 10, 26 and 28 says, Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hidden that shall not be known. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Um, I think, you know, the Bible mentions do not fear or some form of that 365 times. Um, And again, this is back to don't be afraid. In our culture today, the cancel culture is terrifying. Um, I, I know for a fact, like I was just laid off from a company Um, and I'm going to call it a woke company. Um, and I was, I left because of my work with volunteer stuff outside uh, in my church and other venues, I left my company name on LinkedIn as confidential because I didn't want people to be able to dox me and figure out where I work and get me fired. Um, it was a blessing to get laid off (laughs) with 3% of the workforce because I no longer have to fear that. And at this point, you know, I'm being bold about my faith, um, than bolder than I ever was um, before. And I feel like if a company doesn't want to hire me because of that, I don't need to work there anyway. Yeah. So um, I don't want to be afraid. Uh, Matthew 25, 23 says, His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. And I think that's the goal. I think that is our end goal. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Um, not sit soak and sour, but actually being active and doing things and mm-hmm. and earning that from our Lord. 
Um, and then to end with Matthew twenty four thirteen says, but he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. So we just have to keep going and keep rocking it and keep doing what we need to do. Keep being bold um, and move forward in this culture that we're in. Always acknowledging what's going on and seeking out ways that we can activate and be involved in fixing it. Um, but we know that we're going to suffer as a Christian. If you, if you became a Christian not thinking you were going to suffer, you were sadly mistaken um, because all throughout history, Christians have been persecuted. And we know that whether we're persecuted physically or spiritually, it's going to happen. So just stay bold, stay in the word, and keep trucking. I like that. I like that a lot. Comments? To follow him, carry carry your cross. So, pick up your cross and carry it. Yeah, yeah, daily. Yeah, yeah. Take up your cross and and follow me. We've crosses to bear, don't we? It's heavy. I mean, it's heavy stuff. That's why uh, community church church is probably a better word. The church is necessary. It's very necessary. I think so too. I I have that discussion with people all the time and it's like I have friends who are unchurched and, and they have various reasons for it. Um, and I get it. It's very hard to find a good one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> very, very hard but to find boy, a good when you one. You find a good one. It's just it's it amazing. Just makes you feel. I mean, when we were down in Virginia for four and a half years, it took us four times to find the right church. And mm. the funny thing is it was literally 30 seconds from our house, but all the other churches we would, we drove further away. It was right there, right down the road. We didn't notice. No, it. We, we never noticed it. And it was just like one day it was, Hey, there's a church right, right down the street from us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, it was just amazing. Yeah. There was a variety of churches. there, <laughs> And they were all labeled the same denomination. It was just very, very different. So from, I mean, literally from one extreme yeah. to the other. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is something else that's upside down in our, in our current society is, is churches. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's a lot of churches that are um, embracing a lot of things that just, well, pretty much all the things that aren't in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that the Bible talks about being against, it's like, oh, let's bring that in. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And it 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 floors me yeah, so much. The, the one, what was it? The one church that had a drag queen that came in and mm-hmm. was a, that preached? Mm-hmm. What was that about? <laughs> I mean, they're all focused on social justice. Yeah. I mean, that's a new religion. I also think the climate... So-called social justice is not actual social justice. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I also think the climate um, change people, climate, is that it? Yeah. Environmentalists are also a religion. Um, I think the LGBTQ plus LMNOP, MOUSC stuff is all a, a religion as well. I mean, I I think people have lost christ we've lost generations of 
of people teaching kids about Jesus, I never thought I would see the day when people in the U.S. had never heard of Jesus. But it's the case now. We've lost generations to that. And there's one political candidate, I won't mention any names, that actually talks about that and says, we have, we have nothing to hold on to. So people are seeking things out to replace Christianity. They're seeking things. Idolize, so, yeah. yeah, so they're buying into these different um, agendas because that's what it is. Yeah. And it becomes their God. Absolutely their God. And they'll do anything to preserve it. It's what? weird. It's like you wouldn't normally think of those things as a religion. But when you look at the behaviors, they will die for it. Like they're so committed to this stuff, to abortion, to the LGBTQ plus stuff, to their political party, to all of these things are their religion. That's how that's how cults work. Yes, uh, and and it's been planned for a very long time. All this division has been planned for a very long time. Mm-hmm. That's why I mentioned the name Klaus Schwab earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes in with uh, his new great reset, which um, it wouldn't <laughs> Is it be the great. It wouldn't be the first uh, reset to, to happen. Um, it's actually happened many times before in society, and people. it only takes one generation to forget. Yeah. It only takes one generation to forget. So there's actually been a long history of, of forgetting a whole lot of things that's that's come before. and um, This is this the plan for the next go-round of that, trying to cause uh, bring about the end. They're pushing pushing for that. Yeah. Uh, why, what their motivation is, uh, it could be a number of things. I, but I've also recently discovered um, in research, there's a connection between the globalists and trying to bring in the 12th imam, which we know as Christians, the 12th imam is the final imam, and it's really the Antichrist. If you look at the characteristics, it is the Antichrist. But I didn't realize there were global leaders who were trying to usher in the 12th Imam. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it could crazy. be, um, could be that we're living once again in the, in the days of Noah once more. And, and it could be the Nephilim. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it is, Yeah, but you know, people talk about these, uh, <laughs> as far fetched as it sounds, lizard people or whatever, all that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But how far fetched is it really? when you think about the idea of how evil these people really are and, and how mm-hmm. far they're willing to go to, to, to divide people up and make them absolutely hate each other mm-hmm. and, and uh, go for anything that is so immoral, mm-hmm. uh, n- not to mention the depopulation. I'm pro-human. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm pro-human. I think, I think people, uh, this, this whole depopulation thing is, is a farce. I do too. Um, the Trilateral Commission in particular has talked about it for a very long time. Uh, there were members of the Trilateral Commission that served under uh, as far back as, uh, uh, let's see here, uh, just prior to Nixon. Uh, my brain is fried right now, but just prior to Nixon. So as far back as just prior to Nixon, there has been a member of Trilateral Commission or several members of the Trilateral Commission uh, within those ranks in the White House, even even into the, even into the Trump administration. And once he realized that those members were there, he actually started letting people go. Mm. Uh, he, but he was the one and only to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another reason why they can't stand him so much right now. Cause he, now he knows who the bad actors are. Right. Now he's seen the man behind the curtain, so to speak. He's, he's been to Oz. Mm-hmm. He knows how, how it works. He knows where the, who's pulling the levers and he's like, okay, 
and and this is this is what's this is what's happening. This is this is the the wool they're trying to pull over your eyes. They 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 want you to think that resources in this earth are finite, that they're 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 limited. There is more than enough. Except for wind and sun. They love those, and they think they're sustainable. Well, until they try to block out the sun, because that's one of the Bill Gates' plans, uh, because of O2, uh, CO2, and I'm like, uh, CO2 feeds the plants. It's actually, we have more greenery on the earth now than ever in recorded history. Yeah. Well, that leads, I, I remember my daughter one day came home from school, and, you know, they were talking about, you know, teachers saying, yeah, this is, they're, you know, they're cutting down all the trees and all this and, and the paper company, you know, and, you know, she was like, I said, okay, hold on. I said, you know, she was, you know, the teacher was basically saying that, you know, that we're going to run out of trees and, you know, because the paper company is cutting down all of the trees and, okay, hold on a second. I said, first of all, look outside the, the window. What do you see? Trees. I said, okay. All right. So paper companies, what is their... How do they make paper? What do they need? Well, they need trees. They need trees, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah, they cut down trees, but every time they cut down one, they plant like five more. Mm-hmm. They can't run out of the no. They can't you the know. resources to make their product. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and how long has paper been around? And and, and I told us, I, I said, okay, let's just say a hundred years that paper. And and this was what 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, just paper is becoming less and less used actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we should have. It just doesn't make it any makes sense. no sense. It was just a teacher trying to get their political views in teaching. And, and I know where I'm, I'm kind of going <laughs> far ahead, but it's a nice segue. No, it, it, it is really great. Uh, and, and, and when you talk about the paper in particular, that's another thing that the, they want that to disappear. They, they need that to disappear mm-hmm. because then... You have no permanent record. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You knew exactly where I was going with it. Yep. Uh, that's why when Paper you get... ballots are gone. Uh, when you pick up a book, particularly one uh, one filled with 66 books of truth, get get a physical copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a few in my house, thankfully. But, you know, if you don't have one, you need to go out and get a physical copy. Because that digital copy, you know, as, as, as good as it is for study and re- whatever right now, at some point they're going to go, oh, well, the Bible speaks out against this, so let's get rid of it. Okay. They're going to cancel it. and Or they'll modify passages. Well, they've already done that. Exactly. Sterling and I have had many discussions about exactly. that. Exactly. They've already done it. It's, sometimes I was like, the Mandela effect? Did I get <laughs> hit with that? Because, like, but even between the versions... They've already started doing that, removing passages and references, and and I think and I and, and I would go even further as to say that the Mandela effect is not really even a thing. What's really happening is because there's so few hard copies of what's actually real, the internet, mm-hmm. Google, uh, you won't well call it Google, uh, mm-hmm. can get away with saying this is what's true. Mm-hmm. or Wikipedia or whoever, because that's that can be edited by anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say this is what's true, and people go, well, if you just look it up, this is what's true. Well, I've got 
a, you know, hard copy book that says that it's not. And, and here's, here's what was, you know, true at that time. Why is it different now? You know, I had a collection, remember of, um, really old, a whole encyclopedia set and I kept it for a long time. And now I wish I would have never gotten rid of it because yeah, we got rid of it in Virginia, but I was like, man, I would, I've seen the value of that. I've seen it now. And it's like, anytime you can get really old books, do it. <laughs> Especially if they're factual books, not fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, just for sanity's sake. Because to your point, like they can change things out on a whim. The Jiff Jiffy thing still messes me up, though I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard of it. It's, it's, um, it's um, something moms choose Jiff or something like that. Mm-hmm. When I'm like. When well, I'm they're saying it was, it's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, choosy they're moms it, choose Jiff. They yeah. S- they said it was Jiffy originally. And I'm like, that is not true. It was not it was, Jiffy when I was growing up. It was, yeah, it was always, it's always it been, Jiff. it was always Jiff. And hey, <laughs> interestingly enough, like I, I, I remember, I, I, I can remember, I don't, I remember a whole lot of things from <laughs> being a kid other than like cartoons. Like I remember, you know. That says uh, a lot about each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember, uh, you know, and then there, there, are, there are the, it's weird. I don't remember like a lot of the interactions that I had with, of people or, or friends, but I can remember like uh, pop culture stuff, and I think I think it's another way that it's it's so easy to uh, uh, manipulate the the young mind mm-hmm. is because uh, I, I I couldn't tell you what happened when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like I grew up. Remember like I remember watching people older than me going, but when I was five, I remember this this and this and this. like you they can recall all of that, and I'm going. I what happened when way. I was five? five. I don't the same way. I don't know. I don't remember a lot from, I have people at church because I go to the same church I went to growing up and they'll, they'll come up and say, do you remember so-and-so? I'm like, no, I have no idea who that is. If I saw their face probably, but I have blocked a lot from my youth, I think. And, and yeah, and it's like, well, where did it go? You know, cause like, I know that they, I, I understand how the human psyche works. I did a lot of, I did a lot of study and in, in, into it, and uh, you know, obviously, no psychiatrists don't have don't have any degrees, but uh, piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the, I don't have the, I don't have the piece of paper that says I know, but I, but I do know. Uh, some say I know a little bit more than anybody else. No, <laughs> uh, but I did a lot of study on it, and, and I and I understand how the human mind works. I started diving into it because of my own ADHD, and I wanted to understand how the human mind works more. And I just, I know that memories are supposed to stay with us. They, they, then they do, and they do for so many other people. But something happened somewhere, somewhere along the line. They've been able to take that capacity from people, and I think they did it within a generation. I, I don't, I, and I, I don't, it's like, who are they? I don't know. Well, but it's it's done. It's it's happened. I'm gonna share my country theory because I'm just a good old country girl. I think the mind is like a filing cabinet. I say this all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it can only hold so much. And I have to purge stuff if it's not important. Now, we used to, this is the weird thing. We used to go play trivia every Wednesday night with friends. 
the guys at the table remembered stupid stuff. And sorry, but like, who won the Heisman <laughs> no, Trophy that's, that's, in 1948? That's, that's and he knew that's who what it we was. remember. <laughs> right? So, and all of us girls are sitting there like, ah. But you give us something like science or important, we remembered that. Like, we knew that. <laughs> Important. Yeah. yeah. The Heisman that's Trophy that's did, is dude. not important. <laughs> Sorry. It's just relevance, I <laughs> think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's relevant. So I just think I had to purge a lot of stuff and, and make room for the stuff that mattered. I like, just got a bigger filing cabinet. That's all I did. That's perhaps true because <laughs> men do have a bigger brain. I, I, I do know that much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't have enough room. But if we're... Here's another thing I've noticed with me in particular. I play this game online, and it's like a, it's kind of like a crossword game, but it will, like, when you pick a word, it'll fill in letters of the other ones so that it helps you. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the real, like, history, deep questions or things that were considered academic in school, I don't know those very often, but you give me something pop culture. Mm-hmm. I can I know that one right away. And it told it's been telling me something about my own self. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand why I'm fully aware of things that are pop culture, but I don't know historical facts or you know, um even vocabulary to explain things anymore. I don't anymore. I used to be so academic too. That's how often, I mean, are you in that stuff? Like, pop culture is always in your face. Yeah, that's true. It's Mm -hmm. constantly relevant. It's always there. It makes me sad, though. Because it's like, I'm not, I should be reading more. Because, like, (laughs) clearly, I'm (laughs) more up to date on people like (laughs) Takashi (laughs) 69 than I am on, you know, art or history historical facts mm-hmm. you just asked about a president i'm like dude i don't have a clue who was I get, before oh, well, i was thinking about now i'm thinking jfk and then lbj and, right. and then i think it was ike yeah then eisenhower Nixon. see i knew ike was eisenhower <laughs> <laughs> to go back josh to the previous yeah. statement um ever in my opinion ever since the fall of satan and when we were created to serve jesus to serve God, it's always been Satan's objective, yes, for us to fail, yes, for us to fall, yes, for us to be separated from Christ, but it's also been his objective, in my opinion, to change the timetable, like you were saying. In many different times in history, he's tried to push, oh, this is, the, you know, this is a version of the Antichrist or mm-hmm. a false prophet, and all that. Um, God said, no, eh, it's not time. Let's move it down. Mm-hmm. He does it again and again and again and again. So mm-hmm. he just keeps... It's trying the same to make playbook. it his own, and he can't make it his own. He wants to be in control, but can't be in control. So he's doing everything he can to, to fiddle with things and to get his fingers and hands and stuff, but mm-hmm. he can't win. Mm-hmm. So. It, yeah, I think that's true. Well, we're talking about fiddling with things, man. He probably yeah. shouldn't have played against Johnny. No, he shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mean, a mean little play. Devil went down to Georgia humor there. Love that. <laughs> there's a there's a thought. I don't remember who told me this. I can't remember. It may have been somebody from church. Maybe it may have even been Chris Ward, but uh, he was here a couple of weeks yep. back or whatever. Yep. The why it, it blows my mind why Satan would ever think the things that he thinks. Like, oh, I want to. I'm higher than God. But I think it. I think it was Chris Ward. Is 
Satan and his um, and Chris or whoever it was that told me. I'm gonna keep saying his name. Someone but, told. Yes, yeah, someone told me that when he was in his position in heaven, that he was over God, like he was above, as like giving God the glory, you know, because he yeah. has like all the gems on his chest and all. So that somehow that gave him a a haughtiness or whatever. Like I've been here, or he was maybe even the. It's so like you've got God, you know, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. Maybe he was the next. Mm-hmm. Like he was the he was first the highest angel, you know what I mean? Like he was so the he highest was just, angel. He was the that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if it was just me and you, maybe I can take you. You know, mm-hmm. like if they were in the, at the same time or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I think of, that's I think that's true that he's very jealous that that God made a way for humans to be restored, but not them. They had it all. That's what I don't get is they had it all. I mean, they literally got to be in the presence of God and still went, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you do that? And I mean, I humanly, obviously, that's easy. Like, I could, oh, yeah. You know, I, I sin all the time. I do stupid stuff all the time. I go directly against God all the time. But to to be there and like look at all that we have in the kingdom and, and everything. And, and not power, be content. And, yeah. Like, what else did you want? Right. Because there's nothing here worthwhile. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but there's, there's nothing here worth it. It all fades. It's all decrepit. And it wouldn't have been right if it wasn't for him. So, like, you had it. You lost it. And now you get to spend eternity in hell. How are you? What are you trying to change? You can't change anything. You're going to. So now you're just trying to burn everybody it, with you. It's it, the uh, the point is to try to hurt God. Like, we, uh, I, I remember watching yeah, that. And. And I think at that that point was very true in the the film Nefarious. Nefarious so if you have yeah. not seen that film, I highly recommend you see that film. film. Very good film. Uh, um, a lot of good things said in that, but one thing in particular, I said, "What's the motivation of uh, of all this?" Yeah. And they said, "Because uh, because they know they know that they're going to lose." Yeah. The the demons, the devils, uh, Lucifer, whoever, whatever you want to call the adversary, yeah. they know they're going to lose. But how how much she can they vermin? Yeah, yeah. How much can Klaus Schwab uh, <laughs> um, hurt hurt God mm-hmm. before they meet their demise? You know, it's mm-hmm. our objective is to save as many as can. Their objective yep. is to destroy as many as they can. Mm-hmm. I got I got to imagine that Mister uh, Kissinger is not exactly mm-hmm. sitting in a, in a in a really nice place right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not reveling in someone's death, but uh, th- just given the fact of all the things that I know about uh, that that man and and the th- and the things that he had planned, as a matter of, matter of fact, during Trump's presidency, um, he he tried to schedule a meeting with Trump because Trump had uh, had uh, done something with a press conference, uh, and I, I can't remember what what the press conference was about exactly, but it outed a lot of plans. Uh, and and so, in order to try to stop Trump from keep talking about that, he paid a little visit, uh, and he thought it was going to happen behind closed doors. And and Trump goes, "Oh no, hey, bring the cameras on in here." <laughs> so there's this photograph. There's vid, there's vid, this short video of him sitting there with with Kissinger, and Kissinger's got his his hands in his lap. And you can tell he looks defeated because he realized he realized that Trump was not going to let him get away with coming in and threatening him in any way, shape, or form. He's like, "No, no, no." Come on in, bring the cameras. Let's put this to light. Because mm-hmm. what's done in the dark will be brought to the mm-hmm. light. And um, uh, I, some people will say, "Well, you know, Trump's brash or whatever." But I think you, I think you have to be, and I, and I think that 
Um, I really, I, I really do. I, I'm, I'm with Yvonne on this because uh, she's talked about it a couple weeks back when she was on. I do think that there is an anointment on him. Uh, I really do uh, because of Maybe. the fact that he can clearly see. He has he has some kind of discern, discernment. I think that um, after he had his his chat with uh, the 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 father from Duck Dynasty, his, whose name is escaping me right now, uh, Phil Robertson. Bill? Phil Robertson, yes. Um, after he had that discussion and he told him about uh, the uh, the only path is Jesus, and I I really do I think that that I, I watched a change in in him. Yeah, after I that. Saw that too, and uh, he's more of a force now. And he, I mean, than he, than he ever was. And I, and I, and he even said it in, in a few of his rallies. Now he said that, you know, who's bigger than me? They, Cause they said, you're the most famous guy. You're the most famous guy. There's, there's no one more famous than you. And he says, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. there's one more famous. He points up. Yep. It was the boss. And I said, who's the boss? I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Cause Jesus is, and should be more famous. And, and I, and I was so happy that he was willing to, to go as no, far at a so. rally that he knew the people were there to to support him and, and and uplift him, and he said, "No, no, no. There's one bigger. There's one one you support more than any politician or even even me, who's as much as I like to be on top, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, that 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 moment right there warms my heart every time I hear him say it, uh, and and I think that's why he was given that. Uh, I think he was given an appointment, and, and I really I really think." Um, uh, I do. I that's why the adversary it, tries so hard to keep him away. I kind of feel like it might have been a grace period. I felt that way at the time. God gave us a little grace period. Um, I don't know after that what's going to happen. No I, idea. A lot of time on the table still. A lot of things can change, but I was worried about that. I, I really hope. Well, how are we looking on time there, Laura? Yeah, that's that's pretty good time to hop into the politics portion, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of good versus evil, uh, <laughs> last night there was a debate uh or yeah. Um well, last night for for us, but then, you know, when you watch this, it will have not been last night, it'll have been uh, you know, anyway, we're time traveling. And so, uh first story coming from Fox News uh news because they Fox they, News yeah Fox News <laughs> talk about a faux pas okay so uh, red versus blue state debate highlights that's what I guess that's what they're doing in San Francisco anyway right uh, red versus blue state yeah. debate highlights <laughs> top five moments from DeSantis Newsom slugfest um, the Fox News debate between D- Democratic uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom and Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis had several tense moments as the two governors clashed over policies related to abortion, crime, taxes, and COVID-19. Oh, well, how dare they talk about COVID-19? Mm-hmm. Well, it's an untouchable yeah. subject, right? Tragic. Well, there's a new one now. That's that's old news. It's COVID-23. COVID-23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got, they got, they're, they're cooking up another one over there in China. <laughs> in China. Um <laughs> The first one of its kind showdown hosted by it was it was really strange actually I watched the whole thing I don't know if you guys saw it or not but um, first first one of its kind on Fox News is uh, Sean Hannity uh, he put a spotlight on various areas uh, of disagreement between Newsom and DeSantis uh, the the two governors have sought to tackle key issues facing their states with uh, 
divergent approaches, to say the least. Uh, have uh, here are five of the most memorable moments uh, from from the debate. Number one, uh, DeSantis confronts Newsom with a sexually explicit children's book, and he did. He held up a book. Uh, uh, and the camera was far enough away that you couldn't see what was in the book, but you knew that there was enough of, uh, if it wasn't white on the page, it, it was uh, a peach in color on the page so that it was definitely sexually explicit. Mm -hmm. um, and this was a book that was uh, allowed in California uh, to be in the, the, these young children's libraries. And it was one of them that actually was banned in Florida for a good reason. I mean, young children should not be able to have access to that. It does take their innocence away. It was only it was only removed in school libraries though. That's one of the issues I take with that because Newsom kept saying, "You're book banning, you're book banning," and I have to keep telling people. I don't know why. I don't know why this isn't common sense. If you're banning a book, you're taking it off the market. Period. period. These are not book bans. These are removing inappropriate material for minors. You can still get them in a public library. You can still get them on Amazon. And in fact, I told people that when they would bring it up and, and take issue with the work that I helped do with getting these books, you know, out of the school libraries, go buy it yourself then. Like my taxpayer money should not be buying these books to put in front of kids. You want to give your kid filth, go buy it on Amazon. Nobody's stopping you. It's not a book ban. I just had to say that because it just really oh, yeah. annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Don't it, hold back. Tell us how you know, really right? feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passionate about that, okay? <laughs> she likes paper. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it down. <laughs> we like paper a lot. We say it's the best. Uh, number two. Uh, and he, he helped, ironically, he held up a piece of paper to, to illustrate yes, this. Yes, that was oh, yeah. Freedom to defecate in public. And he actually, um, Ron DeSantis actually held up a map um, that looked like a, a, a white piece of paper with a lot of brown on the center. And, and uh, what it was was a map of San Francisco <laughs> and all the little brown squares on there was places where defecation was found. In public. In, in the, yeah, in the public, in the area. <laughs> not in the bathroom, not in the outhouse, nice. not in a hole dug in the ground, in the street, on the sidewalk, on the steps. You know, talk about a crappy situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that only got cleaned up because China uh, was coming and, uh, they, you know, they were going to visit uh, Gavin Newsom. And I, um, I didn't know the part when he talked about they didn't put American flags up. They put Chinese flags, flags up, up. Um, and, to welcome them. And I didn't realize that. And uh, well, uh, there was that, those Chinese flags were actually put up by a um, a, um, a a an organization, or well, an or, well, it was, it was an organization that paid a lot of individuals to do that. Uh -huh. So there wasn't uh. it wasn't actually done by the state of California. Those that those flags were placed there, uh, paid for the CCC, the CCP essentially uh, paid. For, uh, a lot of these individuals, just like George Soros uh, funds a lot of things. Right. The, the same thing happened when Xi Jinping was on his way here. He wanted to see a lot of Chinese flags waving on the United States uh, grounds so that they, they had paid individuals. And there, there are um, individual investigative, uh, investigative journalists that actually posted videos of them going and, and talking to the people that were posting the flags and saying, oh, yeah, we were paid to be here. 
Wow. They, they didn't hide it at all. Not like, you know, like uh, the, the, the summer of love. No, they, they, they didn't, they weren't wearing masks. They weren't wearing anything to hide their identity. They said, yeah, we were paid to be here. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Um, so yeah, no, they, they had no shame. Kind of uh, sounds like a list that you rattled off earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of shame, uh, uh, DeSantis called, called out Newsom. He said, shame on you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, shame on you, pal. That's like, it's like uh, you know, DeSantis. Uh, Newsom forcefully tr- uh, tried to correct um, uh, DeSantis on pronunciation of Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no, we got her name wrong. It's not a normal name, okay, guy? Like, <laughs> okay, guy. Potato, potato, right? Like, well, I, I still think Kareen is really Karen, <laughs> but she didn't want to be called Karen, so she fudged yeah, it to Kareen. Kareen's all right. <laughs> she Kareen Jean Pierre's herself <laughs> right up onto that stage and <laughs> right off of it. I tell you. Uh, for DeS- uh, DeSantis, blast Soros funded California prosecutor Gavin's uh, buddy. Uh, I guess this is Gascon, this is George Gascon, their district attorney, uh, one of several left-wing prosecutors nationwide that have received campaign funding from liberal financier, financier George Soros, for his handling of uh, crime in Los Angeles. He said California's rising crime uh, rate is contributing to a growing number of residents fleeing the state. Yep, that's true. Of course, Gavin Newsom categorically tried to deny it, but... Statistics are statistics and facts are facts, and it's right there waving them in the face. Sometimes it's uh, their neighbor waving a gun in their face for the next $2. On that note, I I caught the part where he talked about um, Gavin Newsom's (laughs) in-laws are ones that moved to Florida from California. (laughs) Kind of put it right in his face. As a matter of fact, it was his father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, number five, Governor Spar over handling of COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, it's not even a contest. Uh, Ron DeSantis did the two weeks to flatten the curve and then was done with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not even a contest. Uh, uh, you know, um, Newsom tried to tell him, say, oh, no, but you did. You did lock down and you did. You did that for two weeks, bud. For two weeks. Like you just recently opened up mm-hmm. like this year that's when they three let's see two weeks versus three years hmm. mm-hmm. which is longer and i'm like, not gonna lie i'm no mathematician but but we fled to florida <laughs> <laughs> during covid because we knew there were no mask mandates there was no lockdowns and we were free to go where yeah. we wanted so yeah. <laughs> it was a great trip and come back to indiana where we're locked down again yeah i i I was uh, I was essential, so I remember uh, I, I worked during. <laughs> Yay! I was I was doing computers. That's what I that's what I do in my day job. I do computers. That's and not paper. Yeah, and that's not paper. No, that's why you were essential. Yeah, that's why I was essential. <laughs> and it <laughs> was funny is like uh, that 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 the priorities right like that being an essential thing. Mm-hmm. That that a business couldn't operate without their without having their computers set up for, for people that they were hiring and, and I'm like, but is it though? Like in the grand scheme of things, if like if this thing is so deadly, 
Why do and so anyway? <laughs> well, you know, bars and strippers. You were right up there with them. So yeah, I guess I was just True. as essential as uh, as the the local marijuana dispensary. Yeah, and you know, I, but I, I I was working during the nighttime because I I was not gonna wear anything on my face, and and so uh, to to allow me to be separate from my my coworkers, I, I would go in during the nighttime. Well, let me tell you, during that summer of 2020. It was interesting because I was working on the fifth floor of the building I was working on, uh, and in rather, uh, and I could look out the window and I could see the protesters. I could see the fires. I could see it. I was like, man, how 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 much uh, does this COVID thing actually kill? If, if they could be out there doing that, yeah, <laughs> no masks, no whatever. They're all, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's open air, but still, like. <laughs> You can smash some windows uh, and not catch COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Just saying that you know you can, you can do that, right? Or, or you could be at a dining table in a restaurant in, in the magic bubble in the magic bubble that's around it and not catch it. Yeah, because you had to wear a mask. Or you could be on a through. Yeah, but you're sitting when someone's right behind you, six less than six feet. Take your mask off mm-hmm. when you eat. Or you could be yeah. on a plane. Right next to somebody, and as long as you're eating and drinking, you have to wear it. I, I had that instance in a, in a restaurant that we went for for Laura's uh, birthday during the, the the pandemic, and we walked in. We walk in, and they're like, and because uh, we were meeting up with someone, uh, and the, they said, "Where's your mask?" So I don't have one. I had a handkerchief in my back pocket because I, I carry like bandana handkerchiefs. So like, mm. yeah, I, I, something handy so I don't have to worry about a napkin all the time or whatever to blow my nose and. And so I was like, well, I got this. And, and, and uh, they were like, well, you need to put that on. I'm like, so I just, I just kind of like held it up for a second. But like I didn't ever actually put it on my face and walking behind them. And then as we get sit down, I'm like, so it, so like you said, it's like, it, so it doesn't yeah, work. It, when, it, it's the magic bubble. Right. As, soon as, when, as down, soon as you sit down, COVID doesn't happen. COVID doesn't like happen. Safety shield around here. And and what was hanging and behind the booths where we were at? We were at a Texas Roadhouse, by the way. Uh, 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 but yeah, they had uh, plastic, uh, uh, plexiglass yeah. hanging from the ceiling. I'm like, yeah, plastic. You, you know how air works, right? Right. All the germs <laughs> are stuck on that. It's magnetic. And it, they're it, making like, a home there. N- no, the air just can't go up or around the plexiglass oh, that too. too. Yeah. That's too. And, and and or or, or no, uh, between the people at the booth, we, we can, and and then they're like, uh, so uh, they hand us menus and say, well, you know, handles back immediately after you're done, after you done order. We have to go wipe them down. And I was like, um, excuse me. Uh, Germs don't. Uh, germs may live on surfaces for up to a certain amount of time, but the the actual uh, COVID virus or the, or COVID as as it were, because coronavirus is way before COVID nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Coronavirus, quick spray of Lysol, it, but it it dies within twenty minutes. Yeah, it does. I mean, on its own on a surface, it can't it can't yeah. survive on a surface. It needs a host. You know, the hard part for me was we had that same experience in a restaurant. We went to BJ's Brew House. And um, walked in, and they asked if we had a mask, and so we put these masks on. And they took us 10 feet yeah. to the table. We sat down and had to wear them. And I told the waitress, I said, oh, is there a magic bubble around the table or something? Like, we don't have to wear it when we sit down. And she's like, I know, but we have to do it. And then I had the same experience at my doctor's office because 
even after lockdowns were lifted, I still had to go to the doctor. Um, they asked me to grab a mask out of a box where everybody's hands go in <laughs> and put one on my face. And so I said, she asked me, can you put a mask on? There's a box right there. And I said, oh, let me reach my hand in because I'm such a smart aleck and grab a mask out of the box where everybody else's hands are so I could put it on my face and breathe it in. And she, again, rolled her eyes and she's like, I know it's so stupid. So people knew it was stupid. Now I know, I never understood like the whole, and I was never in the military, so forgive this, but the whole thing about military cops, first responders, whatever, um, taking their oath and they obey all the, all the orders, even though they know they're wrong. Okay. No matter what they obey these orders, the Nazis in Germany, I didn't understand why they had so many people that were doing the work that they had to have known wasn't right. I mean, we have cases where they knew it wasn't right. How do you do that? I, I personally couldn't do it. And I'm like, now I understand why the culture is the way it is. Again, it goes back to people not being activated, not being bold, not not standing up, not doing anything. We're just passive. Oh, desensitized. Mm-hmm. It's brainwashing mm-hmm. and compliance, complacency uh, caused by brainwashing chemicals in your tap water, by the way. It's called fluoride. The Nazis used it uh, to have a compliant, <laughs> complacent society. Um, and you can look that up yeah. <laughs> if you want to trust Google for that. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that's happening is censorship. Censorship of all the actual... Facts. Mm-hmm. Anytime, like I said, like we said, they're afraid of the truth. They hate the truth. They can't stand the truth. Oh. So that fact But these checkers. people knew it was stupid. I mean, what did I say earlier? Um, things presented in culture that go against godly principles and to us, common sense. I mean, common sense. it's common sense. And these people knew it was stupid, but they had to do it. Common sense is Fear, not common yeah. anymore. They, they, they were going to no. lose their job. Absolutely. It's still censorship. It's not. Yep. It's just a different kind of censorship. They were just afraid of losing their job. Control, control, control. Speaking yeah. of censorship. Yeah. Coming from the Daily Caller, Jim Jordan subpoenas key ex-Biden administ- uh, administrative uh, officials behind censorship efforts. House uh, Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan is sending subpoenas to two former Biden administration officials who uh, pressured social media companies into censoring speech online. Uh, Jordan is directing the subpoenas to former White House Director of Digital Strategy Rob Flaherty uh, and former Biden COVID response team advisor Andy Slavitt. Uh, for uh, them to appear for uh, depositions according to letters obtained uh, by the Daily Caller. This is uh, related to the FBI agent uh, accused of lying about censoring Hunter Biden laptop. He dodges testimony before Jim Jordan uh, source confirms. Uh, So uh, as as detailed in in previous correspondence to you and your counsel, the committee has obtained documents that uh, demonstrate the central role you played in uh, communicating the Biden White House uh, House's uh, censorship efforts. Uh, to social media companies, including the White House's uh, demands to censor true information, memes, satire, and other uh, constitutionally protected forms of... Let me read that again, because that, that, that's, that's, that's how far this goes. True information is censored. Memes, 
satire, and other constitutionally protected forms of expression. There goes my Jim Babylon Jim Jordan wrote B. to Slavin. Gosh. <laughs> Memes. Not again. Right? Oh, I mean, that's that's another. That's why the Laughing Libertarian Facebook page was uh, was was uh, taken down. Uh, was all the memes that he posted because he had a thing called Meme Monday, and we all shared memes, and it was all collective, and everybody contributed. And uh, uh, sorry uh, to bring up a sore subject, Alan, if you're watching, but um, that's exactly what happened there. Um, wow. And this is this is uh, being pointed out now. Finally, uh, thank you, Jim Jordan. Uh, Flaherty is uh, now a deputy cam- uh, campaign manager for President Biden's reelection campaign and Slavit works in the private sector. Uh, the Judici- Judiciary Committee previously re- uh, requested Slavit and Flaherty uh, appear for transcribed interviews. Flaherty was identified in uh, a set of documents uh, Jordan shared Thursday morning showing the White House's efforts to pressure YouTube into censoring videos. Uh, he and Slavit uh, both pressured Facebook and Instagram Meta, uh, to take down uh, speech in early 2021, according to documents shared by uh, Jordan in July. Uh, the actions taken by Slavit and Flaherty are part of the ongoing Missouri versus Biden lawsuit on whether the federal government can coordinate with social media companies to censor speech. I, I don't think that that should ever be allowed. No. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, we should probably go and, and, and help them make that decision. Um, mm mm-hmm. Take Sounds like a road trip. Road um, trip. Hey, I'm unemployed right now. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I'll take a few days off. Uh, the Supreme Court is uh, set to hear the the case and pause uh, an, in, an injunction uh, by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals preventing certain government agencies from working with social media platforms on censoring speech. Jordan is also leading a hearing uh, on Wednesday by selecting subcommittee on the uh, weaponization of the federal government featuring... Uh, Twitter files, uh, journalists uh, Matt Taby and Michael Schellenberger. Whew. His names or something. <laughs> but <laughs> looks like Jim, at least Jim Jordan's out there fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking about little wins. Uh, you know, uh, God called upon people like that. God called upon people like Jim Jordan. Uh, let's look at the Speaker of the House right now. Mm-hmm. I mean... What a godsend to to, to have him uh, come take that that seat because we had so much bad for so long sitting in that seat and then now things are being cleaned up. As a matter of fact, there was um, um, a representative happened to be a Republican, uh, but he had some uh, allegations of uh, a specific kind and. Uh, Improprieties. Yes, uh, I won't go too far into it, but he was he was uh, removed, and it was it was a majority vote. I'm surprised that there was people that actually voted to keep him. Because I, I actually want to know why Rashida Tlaib was not done that way, though she needs removed. Uh, well, her and um, uh, what's her, what's the other one from the squad? Uh, Ilhan. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, they both have made very anti-Semitic Correct. remarks yeah, uh, and also very anti-American remarks. Uh, Ilhan Omar in particular mm-hmm. said, uh, she a quote about 9-11, she said, some people did something. Mm-hmm. Why are you mad about that? Some people did something. Well, you mean mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of deaths? Right. I wonder why Americans would be upset about I wonder why the globe was upset that day because like everybody, oh, that shifted the entire globe that day. Everybody was upset about it, um, with the exception of a few. 
a few uh, in in the Middle East who who consider us to be uh, big Satan. That's what they call us. They call us big Satan. They yeah. call Israel little Satan. Uh, yeah. Interesting. 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 Um, another thing that happened interesting uh, this this week. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting to see how you're going to address this one. <laughs> uh oh. And so, because there is language, we're we're going to use the word expletive deleted uh, in 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 place of that expletive deleted. Um, so, uh, coming from Axios, and you can read this article for yourself, so that you know, uh, adults only, please, uh, preferably. Uh, Elon Musk uh, to advertisers boycotting X. Go expletive deleted yourself. And he he repeated it, um, and he actually. Um, so Elon Musk pushed back on advertisers boycotting X over anti-Semitism and other hate speech on the platform, supposed hate speech. Cause he didn't actually, it wasn't actually hate speech, but anyway, the, the platform formerly known as uh, Twitter, uh, during the 2023 deal book summit in New York on Wednesday, what he's saying, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me, uh, with advertising, blackmail me with money, go expletive deleted yourself. Musk said, don't advertise. Uh, after Musk pu- uh, published uh, a post earlier in the month endorsing a supposed anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy theory, uh, a slew of companies, including Apple, Disney, uh, have uh, Apple and Disney have paused advertising campaigns in the platform. On the platform, he fought back on media coverage as CEO Linda uh, Yaccarino tried to uh, do damage control online. Musk on Wednesday night apologized for the uh, the post but was visibly angry about advertisers' latest actions. Because he's like, hey, you know, it didn't seem to be that harmful to me, but whatever, well, I'm sorry that it hurt your feelings. Uh, Boo-hoo. Uh, <laughs> right. So zoom in. Um, so during his onstage interview at the summit, Musk pushed back on the notion that there's a public perception that the billionaire visited uh, Israel this week as a part of an apology tour. Not true. He actually had it planned. Um, he said, I, I, I have no problem being hated, Musk said, emphasizing that the trip was planned well before his controversial post on X. Um, well, what this advertising boycott is going to do is to kill the company. It's going to kill X. The whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will uh, document it in a great, in great deal. Uh, at one point, he also looked at, uh, at the audience and said, hey, Bob, if you're in the audience... Presumably in reference to, and it wasn't presumably, it was in reference to CEO Bob Iger who, uh, uh, from Disney who spoke on the stage earlier. Uh, that's how I feel. Don't advertise, he added. X has uh, been losing advertisers month over month uh, ever since Musk uh, bought the company uh, last year. Uh, investors also reevaluated one of Musk's other businesses, Tesla, as he previously seemed unap- unapologetic. Uh, as uh, for maintaining trust with the public, he uh, he tries to expand X and build out his uh, other companies, including SpaceX. Uh, Musk said uh, he won't tap dance to prove he's a good person. He shouldn't have to. No. It's his companies. He should be allowed to be himself. Uh, and he, he should be allowed to say what he said, honestly. Um, albeit a little bit vulgar, I, I think it really drove the point home, honestly. <laughs> right. Um, but what makes the X revolt different from uh, uh, other boycotts? Well, uh, it's 
big companies doing the boycott this time. It's not all of you. And that's what makes them so angry. That's what gets them so stirred up. That's why the man that was on stage with Elon Musk, the interviewer, uh, was so floored with Elon's uh, response because he's like, well, well, how come you're not bending the knee? They, they have all the money. And Elon's like, no, no I, I, I don't care. I'm, money. I got money. And, and, uh, and he says, he's and not if this company risk his principles just for a few bucks, mm-hmm. he's like, I got more companies, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, I, I, I could, I could almost read his mind telepathically as I'm seeing this interview is like, uh, he's, he, you know, I know he's got other companies. So if this company uh, goes belly up, well, it's the advertisers. They didn't want to come and advertise. That's on them. But yeah. you, the individual, the, the, the every man, the every woman, when your boycotts affect them, oh, it's the end of the world. And, and how dare you not drink Bud Light or how dare you <laughs> not, go to Disney. <laughs> not go to a Disney film? Well, the Marvels stinks. Okay. It's a terrible film. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I so know. We were talking uh, about it. I, I, I happen to have seen some of it, and it's a stinker. And <laughs> it's so bad and so forgettable. Uh, well, yeah, I don't just, waste your time. I just saved twenty nine ninety five. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, go oh, watch wait. Expendables 4. It's a much better, much better movie. Um, <laughs> and it was bad. <laughs> it's the fourth Expendables. What do you expect? Uh, still, you know, yeah. How much action can Stallone really do it uh, in the yeah. seven, in the 70s? Uh, <laughs> still better than the Marbles. Uh, but Disney is delusional if they think that people are going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, it was Elon, with the exception of the brainwashed. Uh, oh, yeah, it was Elon Musk's fault that that company failed. No. Uh. No, and he said we're going to document it well. Is it going to be documented on paper, though? That's the question. That's very true. Paper's important. We need to go talk to him. Elon, <laughs> if, you're if, listening. if you get this, if someone shares this, share. if you know Elon or know someone that knows Elon, share this to him. Hey, paper. document it on paper. paper. Say it together. Paper. paper. Get certified, notarized, whatever. And put it in a vault. <laughs> yeah, one that uh, the uh, FBI can't raid. Yeah. Space yeah, because... Because like you know a time that time capsule. Because you know that they will. You know that they will. They'll they'll raid it. They'll they'll go and they'll raid and they'll say, "Oh, these are these are." Um. Well, they won't know where a time capsule is buried. So <laughs> maybe maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. But, but <laughs> drones. I was just thinking, just thinking back of uh, you know a little raid on Mar-a-Lago not that long ago. So that's I was saying. If you're well documented, definitely document it on paper, but also mm-hmm. put it in a place where the FBI can't raid, so that right. they don't call it. Uh, uh, declass or classified documents and try to uh, ruin your life, like a bathroom or the garage next to a Corvette. Yeah, Good do place. that. Good there you go. It seems to work. You get to keep the stuff. <laughs> Put it in the White House. Put it in Chinatown in New York. You could do that too. Yeah, or at a college campus. Yeah, or on a laptop and then just drop it off somewhere. Yeah, no one will know. Just don't let the New York Post know, <laughs> or or Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Laura's over there yawning. <laughs> yeah, we put her to sleep. I digress. I think it's time for our closing prayer. Would you mind leaving us in that? That's fine. Lauren, I want to thank you again 
for the time together tonight to share and talk about things that are going on in the culture and have a little humor thrown in. Also noting the, the, the really big demise that could come from some of it. Um, but we know you're in control and we turn it over to you and your will be done with everything, Lord. Thank you again for this time together and the people watching. Please bless everyone and keep them healthy and safe. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That was the woman who brought the message. Crystal Rosati. She got a guy. She got a guy. I got a guy. Speaking of the guy, sitting next to her, her guy. Well, <laughs> her guy, Rich Rizzati. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> Laura's looking for your name. There it is. Now they it's on the brought screen. Me back from the bleachers. So I don't know why, but yeah, we we got to have you uh, edit edit your sign too. There's a there's a, I've been informed that one of the names have been misspelled for a time. Well, uh, I just have to make a new one. How's that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woo! I like the sound of that. <laughs> I'm sure Sterling will enjoy that. Having a new sign? Version 2. 2.0. 2.0. <laughs> FFP 2.0. And It'll guess be digital what? this time. It's on paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on paper. <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> Too legit. <laughs> Too legit to quit. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Mic Trump. Speaking of too legit to quit, <laughs> sitting next to me on my left-hand side here is the perfect producer. Uh, so Everybody sells me <laughs> Sterling Metcalf Allen. I want to start walking us. out. Like, every time you just, just leave and come back, <laughs> thanks for having me, Josh. <laughs> thanks for sitting in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much, much. for the time yes. together. And I've been fun. your host, uh, Joshua Cummins. Reminding you to stay in trouble. And hey, I think if you're good, we'll see you next week. <laughs>